0: Hey, you old so and so's. We are so excited to say that we are doing a live show in honor of our 50th episode and one year of recording Dear So and So. Unbelievable, one entire freaking year.
1: It will be on June 7th, that's a Monday, at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and you can RSVP at our website, dearsoandso.pizza. We cannot wait.
0: Welcome to Dear So-and-so, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-so. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, wow. You you <laughs> brought him in with the monster voice. It's
1: after 9 p.m. on True. the West Coast. so It is... Almost 1 a.m. here, so... So the monsters are coming out. It's nighttime. I brought you something from Ask a Manager. Everybody's favorite manager. All right. A reader writes... I recently joined a smaller company and everything seemed pretty good until my boss brought up a new hire training for me and a couple other people who recently started too. Okay. They had us listen to a TED talk by a well-known CEO, which was fine. Okay. And then told us they'd be setting up a meeting for us with their business coach to discuss this TED talk and to train us on their vision for the company's culture as a whole. All right. caller says, I was a little wary, but tried my best to keep an open mind. Okay. Well, well, it ended up being a whole day discussion on the law of attraction and thoughts have energy and four agreements. And a lot of
0: pseudosciencey woo. I don't know what that is, but sorry, hold your questions till the end. Push through. Sorry, your go, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> um, the
1: law of attraction, thoughts have energy, and the four agreements, okay. and a lot of pseudosciencey woo that I am 100% not into, okay. and actually I'm a little embarrassed that this would even be a capital M mandated capital T thing <laughs> at a company. <laughs> this seems to be such an integral part of the company culture, and everyone else seemed to have brought bought into it pretty hard, okay. that I'm not sure how to approach this or think about it. Sure. Sure. It appears, well, Alyssa doesn't know because Alyssa doesn't know what these things yeah, are. Can't I, wait to tell you. I, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm judgment it, free at this moment because this I have moment, nothing for which to base any emotions on. You yet. Have,
1: you aren't sure how to approach this or how to think about it yet, yet either. Yeah. Um, It appears that we will have further meetings with this coach and it doesn't seem to be something we can opt out of. While my boss seems receptive to feedback, I'm not sure how receptive they would be to negative feedback about something they've been working on for a few years. Okay. I would greatly appreciate any advice that you have. I'm at a complete loss for what to do. I did read your previous answer about a similar situation, link therein, but I'm just not sure how to approach something that's the company's mandate.
0: Okay, so I'm sorry, should you read me this other similar situation, or should you explain me, what the law... Let me
1: explain what the Law of Attraction is. And Thoughts of um, Energy and the Four Agreements?
0: You yeah. You start
1: wherever you like. So each of these are books. Yeah, oh, So each okay. of these are self-help books that have kind of like franchised out from there. The Law of Attraction, I think, is just a, is an idea from The Secret. Do you know The Secret, Alyssa? Oh, no, of course not. Alyssa, The Secret... <laughs> Is a pseudo documentary okay. about uh, the magical power of magical thinking. So, the secret, <laughs> the secret is, and it, then it shows a bunch of people through time that have used the secret, such as like the founding fathers and Shakespeare and Ben Franklin and so. How do we know? like
0: that they used. Well, it? we
1: don't know, but they present the documentary presents it as fact that they've used the secret. And what the secret is is you just you envision yourself. Already having all of the things that you want, like and but like
0: material item, like
1: anything. Okay, yeah. So you you make a vision board that's like next year I want to have a yacht, I want to make a million dollars, okay. and I want um, Kim Kardashian to be my best friend. And then you sit there and you just inhabit the reality in your mind of all those things already being true. So you don't think about how to get them, you don't think about strategies to get them. You just sit. You don't in the like feeling work on making that them. first million nope, dollars because. No, because thoughts have energy and because you're going to attract these things to you. So if you imagine yourself with the yacht, the yacht, you're training the yacht to come find you with your mind.
0: I'm silent
1: so apparently the WeWork work guy was really into the law of attraction and yeah stuff. he was and that, like yeah and that, like a lot of their a lot of their company meetings were not about strategy or like approach or like whatever they were totally about they were just like pep rallies where everyone got really excited and law of attraction success to themselves which totally worked for a minute yeah, right like their valuation went through the roof yeah until it crashed i think that their success hit them like an avalanche and then they had no plan for what to do yeah you know like like yeah you can attract the yacht to your life but if you don't have a boating license and you don't have any yeah, means, where do you dock that thing what are you gonna dock it if like, I've learned you're just anything gonna... <laughs> it's expensive mooring a boat the yacht shows up in Brookline you can't even park that thing on the street there's like, no overnight there's parking and no Brookline overnight places. parking in Brookline <laughs> so like you can law of attraction all you want but you kind of need to yeah. make plans also you can't law of attraction away systemic injustices right so um, it's kind of a problem right. like Positive this is Thinking How people, did not like,
0: end sexism nor racism. No, homophobia, none of that. No, none it didn't do it. any of that. It's funny because a little bit of what I do to right. find wellness is <laughs> inhabit a reality that I envision. Right, But in order to
1: have an effect on your own somatic system. Yes. <laughs> like but in I order do. to have effect on yourself. And yeah, this yeah, yeah. is to have an effect on a yacht. On a yacht, yeah. Which makes a little less
0: sense let me let me just like in brief this is like a tldr too long didn't read uh-huh. my company is a cult what yeah, do i do right now right, right 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 i've inadvertently joined a cult what do i do now leave does do we know if this caller is okay well okay so caller i'm
1: gonna request that you call in a dad dog five zero seven eight <laughs> let us know where you are um drop a pin and like send it to us you know like we just want to know that you're safe yeah make contact with the outside world and then just quietly kind of like lurk in the background until you found your next job and then get out of there ask a manager for you of course you do more questions for allison green all right here's the question we have an intern who recently started in our office who sits near me Mm -hmm. we sit in cubes
0: okay not
1: cubicles cubes
0: same same i assume new
1: the new the new same yeah the new we sit we sit in cubes so you can easily see everyone's decorations and whatever they've put on their walls as you walk around the office okay the intern has filled the most prominent cube wall with handwritten affirmations and inspirational quotes, including, I can do this, and you are enough. All right. I will admit that I have never appreciated or gotten anything out of daily affirmations, inspiring quotes, etc. But if they're helpful to you, it's none of my business. Sure. However... It does kind of make me want to roll my eyes whenever I walk by the cube, and it makes me wonder if this intern has such low self-esteem that they need to hang these in their cube. I think it's different from, like, a Martin Luther King Jr. inspirational quote, or that cliched hang-in-there poster, because those are just generally inspirational, while these are so personal that they invite questions about the person who hung them. Okay. I don't supervise this intern, and it's such a small thing that I'm not going to say anything, but... If they were my intern, would I be out of line to gently suggest they put these affirmations in a less prominent place or in the bathroom mirror at home because they may interfere with a strong, confident first
0: impression you want to make on coworkers? Or am I being way too snarky? So, like, one thing I really like when caller likens Martin Luther King <laughs> Jr. inspirational quotes with that cliched hang in there poster which they which is with the kitten usually a kitten hanging in there holding on for dear life but (laughs) to answer their question am I being way too snarky yeah you're being way too snarky
1: oh definitely yeah you're being way too snarky but the question is if they were my intern would it be out of line to gently suggest that they put them in a less prominent
0: place No, I don't think it's out of line. But do I think that it's something that a manager should do? No, not really. This idea that they are, that they are like worrying about this intern's first impressions is, I mean, it's just like giving me a bad first impression of caller.
1: Like this is not, (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean? I think we're in a new era of professionalism. Uh-huh. I do think that when you, as we've as we've interrogated some of these sort of norms of professionalism, we've really just gotten to the bottom of them and found out that they were just like sort of misogyny under yes! different words, you know? Yeah. Like definitely these kinds of affirmations are like associated with a more femme perspective with uh-huh. like a more feminine voice. Yeah. And I've, there's plenty of stuff. It's just like Michelle and the corporate the like fortune right. 1000 company it's like just yeah, it, like, changing
0: her outfit from one appropriate her and, like, work way to her another look.
1: yeah and it's just sort of like it's unprofessional it's like well I don't really know what you mean by that right. and I don't really know what they mean by these inspirational quotes are unprofessional right why is it that you want to roll your eyes at this I also mm-hmm. ask people this when they when there's like a new word in the kind of in the vernacular I don't know like, in the internet or whatever mm, yeah sure. and we're all kind of using it and someone's like ugh, I can't stand that word and it's like well do you can you not stand it? Cause it's like, like a lot of this stuff, it's like, it's young women, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the way young women talk. Yeah. It's like, do you not, do you find that annoying? Cause like young women say it right. like, just, I don't know. Just think about it for a second. Oh my God. I was also going to say like, it's not like the affirmations inside this cubicle are yacht. You're coming my way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, it's they're not, not like cult adjacent. They're not cult adjacent. Yeah. You can do this and you are enough. Yeah. They're not even weird. And like, low-key murdery or something what would be something (laughs) low-key
0: murderer um uh
1: the shovels are in the trunk of my
0: car (laughs) i don't i don't uh, the glove doesn't fit (laughs) like in a in like helvetica font over a sunset like what yeah the the glove doesn't fit (laughs) Yeah. These aren't these aren't low key murderer y or cult adjacent. <laughs> so they're fine. I We're do want to say, like, there is a time and a place to give advice to, mm-hmm. like, underlings. That's a weird yeah. word for it. But, but, like, to give advice to people in the workplace. To your mentees. There's plenty to be learned from a mentor giving you kind of the inside scoop of how to make it to partner. And, like, some of those things might be hard to hear and shitty information about the corporate workplace, but, oh, yeah, but
1: you can put it on the culture and not put it on this person like, right. oh, yeah, well, you know, that leadership is just like a bunch of middle aged white men. And so like, you kind of like need to wear more pantsuits instead of skirts to like get them to take you seriously. Like, right. it's, like, it's right, usually right, right, that right kind of shit that you want to communicate. There's a culture of misogyny in this office. Right. And it is not good. Um yeah. but if you decide that you want to succeed here in spite of in spite yeah. of that if you would like to stay you're yeah. welcome to stay. Right right right. I'll just be pointing out I'll just be pointing out the ways in which um this might hinder you and you can do what you want to do about that. Yeah. Did I tell you about the job I had where everyone I ca- I was like moving up pretty fast. I was definitely like getting promoted pretty fast, but then I got to the certain point where I couldn't get any higher because everyone above me had a beard. <laughs> And a one and so like a person with like about as much experience as me, like I was passed over for a job. For oh, this you were person. Getting,
0: like people were being promoted up with uh, beards, like, or,
1: or like they hired people above me with beards, like the same age but with the beard. Yes, like that kind of stuff. Like if you wanted to get close to the CEO, you kind of had to have his trim little beard. And I was just like, I just got to this point where I was like, I'm never gonna have a trim little beard. I think I'm I have to look for another job. Like make I think it to I, the I top. have to quit. Nope. <laughs> The glass ceiling was lined with Harry's shave, <laughs> Dollar Shave Club shit,
0: and I just like couldn't. It was so slippery; you couldn't break through. <laughs> you had one of those like women's razors with like like the like oh, protected little much, like, soapy stuff. area yeah, and around I just the outside. I you couldn't just, like get a cl- close cut enough shave. <laughs> Good golly, what a shame for you. Yeah, I know. Okay, I have a pay dirt question from Slate. I think I mentioned in a past episode that pay pay dirt is a new column where Slate answers your financial queries. Mm. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're very happy that they do because they know what they're talking about. Right. We don't. But here we go.
1: Yeah, let's try.
0: (laughs) Okay. So this is signed... Fireworks at 420. <laughs> Dear Paydirt, my husband and I are dinks with separate accounts. and I, a, did, a dink? Yeah, a I dink? Did yeah, I did have to look that up. So it means dual income, no kids. Ah, yes, yes. This is ringing some bells. Right, right, right. So my husband and I are dinks with separate accounts. We put uh-huh. the same percentage of our paychecks toward family expenses like rent, food, savings, etc. Uh-huh. For what's left, we each consider it our quote unquote play money. Recently, mm-hmm. my husband started making about three times what he used to make. Wowie. We rearranged our bill structure for the sake of fairness. Okay. But now he has more quote unquote play money. He's spending most of it on marijuana and fireworks. <laughs> Parenthetical, <laughs> Steph, both uh. legal in our state. Oh, Colorado. Or Montana? Alaska. Arizona is marijuana legal in Arizona?
1: No, definitely not. No, it's not. Are you Never sure? Mind.
0: Yeah, I'm sure because
1: because you've been, sure.
0: you've been there because it
1: borders California and they want to pull you over and give mm. you lots of tickets.
0: I guess what we'll say, like listeners out there, whatever, create a cross section map to figure out what states have both legal. Marijuana and fireworks and send us your best guess of where this is happening. Anyways, that aside, I was thinking he could put money back with my unequal contributions for a nice cruise or something, but no, he'd rather <laughs> get baked and launch mortar shells. Of course he would. <laughs> Obviously. This is inappropriate and unreasonable for a 50-year-old man, right? Right. Do I have the right to try to steer him toward more reasonable ways of spending his play money? Signed, fireworks at four twenty. I feel like I want to give this one totally to you, Steph, because I feel like you have a similar financial the very same setup. In fact. The and also a partner who's really into both fireworks. <laughs> And marijuana. And <laughs> marijuana. And
1: also, like, suddenly makes a lot more than he used to make. So it there you used go. to be that I had more play money, and now he has more play money. And I got to say, at least some of it's going to some of these items. Sure. Exactly. And... I have to tell you that because this is the agreement that you struck, this is a reasonable way to spend his play money. I agree. Um, it, it is appropriate and reasonable for a 50-year-old man to spend most of his play money on marijuana and fireworks, whether you like it or not. What else um,
0: would a 50-year-old man be spending his play money? like?
1: Oh, it's way better than like a car collection yes! or something. Like, you want him to Lord. buy some Ferrari? You want him to like get you a weird McMansion that has four garages so that you can put all his weird Ferrari? in them like and i both don't
0: think turrets and columns from a totally
1: god, different century much. it's too much <laughs> and then like one wall was stucco like back in the garden side oh, like ew god yeah just terrible no 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 you don't want any of this like ugly southern california looking rich person garbage no you my god you should be just... thanking
0: your lucky stars that he's just oh, blowing <laughs> shit up and getting a little bit baked and, getting, and getting chilling out
1: yeah, just chilling out, lighting stuff on fire. It's totally fine. And I'm also going to guess, because like it's hard to spend all of your play money on marijuana. If he's really making three times what he used to mm-hmm. make, I think it would be hard for him to spend all of his play money in, in these two places for very long. And I do think that eventually he'll be like, yeah, no, I would like to take a vacation and I right. do have the money. So, babe, let's go take that cruise or something.
0: Right. Um, it's sounding a little bit like this. I I, I assume a wife uh, uh, By kind of the language but it's it is Sounding like this wife is Feeling a little like I I need him to come to this conclusion That he's not going to spend all his money on this Faster than he is coming to his conclusion Right right right. he'll come to
1: this conclusion Yeah yeah just give it time it's kind of like When that husband wanted to open the restaurant Yes and like reality Will inject itself like don't worry about it He won't ever open the restaurant It's like yeah he won't spend all of The play money on marijuana and fireworks like Yeah. He needs to get this out of his system for a few months, maybe. Yeah. Maybe a year. But then like life is long
0: and this can't continue. <laughs> like if this is the agreement that you have had, like This is the agreement. Y- right. This is the agreement. It may change in the future. Right. He
1: might burn out and then not make a lot of
0: money mm-hmm. and then he'll have
1: no play money left and it- he'll have to ration his play money. We'll find out. Right. You know? You're gonna but-
0: you're maybe gonna go through ebbs and flows, right? Like mm-hmm. where you have more money more money. That's kind of the fun of money. it. Right.
1: Yeah, it's kind of the exciting part of marriage. Like it ha- things have to change because mm-hmm. otherwise, woof. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Variety is in, the spice least, of life. It's the
0: spice of life. Someone said that once. Someone who was it? said it. You said it. Now, if you had a guess, if you were mm. going to attribute that quote to somebody, <laughs> who would you guess? I kind of want to say someone
1: like Lucille Ball. You know, okay. like. I kind of want to do that, but I don't think that's right.
0: Okay, let's. I th- oh, is it
1: some Rat Pack dude?
0: <laughs> okay the fr- the phrase comes from a William Copper poem, "The Task," written in
1: 1785.
0: <gasps> cool. <laughs> so cool. no, it was not. It's not a Rat Pack quote, <laughs> <laughs> but close. Like the rat pack of the
1: late 18th century. Oh my god, he was a poet and an entrepreneur.
0: got a call this week that relates back to that toilet paper arsonist sandwich flusher conversation where we discussed how management best deal with situations like this. And honestly, this story kind of one ups us. Let me play it for you.
2: So I have a story uh, about a phantom pooper. We had a phantom pooper in our office. A serial pooper. I worked at a non-profit in like the most boring data entry style job. There was a men's room, there was a ladies room, and then there was the much coveted single stall like disability friendly bathroom. We all wanted that one all the time because it was private. And one day somebody went into the best bathroom and noticed that there was poop, but not where poop was supposed to be. It was on the floor in the center, maybe dead center even, of the bathroom. That's always shocking when that happens. You feel shocked. Oh, my. But then the next week, it was there again. And the week after that, I believe it was on the wall. (laughs) Um, And suddenly everybody is in high alert. You know, this was intentional. This was a message. And it got to the point where we actually had to have an all-staff meeting about it. This gravely serious meeting where we were told, if you have an issue (laughs) or complaint about the company or your work environment or your boss, please talk to HR. Please don't poop on the floor of the bathroom. So that's my story. Um, Thanks. Bye. End of message.
0: I have a really pressing mm-hmm. "Am I the asshole" for okay. you. Ooh, I love those. Pressing a burning cue from from um, from Reddit. From Reddit. <laughs> a burning question from Reddit. Yeah. Um. So my mom decided to host an apology dinner for my older sister. Capital A apology, capital D dinner, just for all of our listeners out there. <laughs> As my mom was busy writing her apology and whatnot, she asked if I would take care of the food and beverages. I said, sure, thinking it was just for my family of four. But when my aunt and cousins heard, they also wanted to attend. So I decided to make it a potluck. Parenthetical, Mm -hmm. potluck is where all the adult guests bring a dish and all the dishes are shared, just for those not in the know. Uh. Uh-huh. Of course I never asked my sister to bring any food because she was the guest of honor. Well, everyone came over and we are all excited <laughs> So sorry. Everyone. Like, well, everyone came over and we are all excited to listen to the apology and eat. Because sis- it's an apology, capital A apology, capital D, D dinner. dinner. Yeah. It's like, that's the main show, right? Yeah, that's the show. The show is the apology. So everyone was excited to listen to the apology and eat. My sister was among the last to arrive, and she Mm -hmm. was offended that we were serving potluck for her special dinner. I explained that I had carefully planned what would be served. Sister's boyfriend is a vegetarian, so we had two meatless options. But my sister yelled at me that the capital A... Apology, capital M, (laughs) meal should be prepared or at least paid for by the apologizer, who is my mom, in order to show proper atonement. Mm. We went forward with the apology dinner, same capitalization, but my sister called me the asshole for undermining the apology. Am I the asshole for arranging potluck for my sister's (laughs) apology dinner? (laughs) <laughs> I also like, by the way, besides uh-huh. the capital A, apology, capital D dinner, I also uh-huh. like this caller's use of potluck, not a potluck, potluck, right. as potluck. if it's Serving Chinese potluck. food, Italian yeah, totally. food, potluck, potluck food.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 potluck. Have you, you ever used potluck like that? Never, not one time. But I do appreciate that this caller defined potluck me too you know it I is ch- in it it is where all the adults bring a dish and all the dishes are shared what i don't quite understand though is why the same very very same person <laughs> refers to an apology dinner as though we all understand what the f that is
0: what what is, is an <laughs> <apology dinner? laughs> have we been living under a rock should we know is this, a we thing? Know? Colors? this isn't a thing
1: Right? Roll into Dad Dog and let us know. I don't think it is. Oh my God! But Alyssa, look at what I just found, <laughs> Alyssa at the t- Alyssa at the top of the of the, Am I the Asshole post. It okay. says in tiny font. I remembered about this after reading about another poster's capital A, A. Capital apology <laughs> capital <D> dinner.
0: <laughs> we are the only people on the planet that don't know what an apology dinner is. Okay, so then with that in mind, do you yeah. think you've ever been out to eat? and uh-huh. witnessed a capital A, <laughs> apology, <laughs> capital D, dinner.
1: Right. And to clarify, I would have had to be at a restaurant because apparently a backyard potluck is not an, right, right, a, right. a capital A apology dinner.
0: And the obviously the apologizer would have been paying pa- for dinner. Paying for dinner. Okay,
1: so have I ever been in a public space where there was an apology dinner going on? I'm going to have to say... That I had to go to. uh, I had to go do a corporate meeting one time, and we went to we went to a. It was a sad, sad meeting at a the headquarters of a major grocery chain. Mm. And afterward, uh, me and my colleagues went to eat at the largest P.F. Chang's I've ever been to in my entire life.
0: It was where was
1: it? It was in the deep East Bay, deep, 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 far
0: out on Five Eighty. Do you think it is actually the largest P.F. Chang's? I kind of want to look it up. Maybe I'll call PF Chang <laughs> Me later. Too. At call because the helpline like later. Anytime someone has talked, talked about a PF Chang's, they they're have like, said, it's the largest I was in <laughs> the largest PF Chang's. Alyssa,
1: I can't stress how big this place was. It was like ballroom sized room after ballroom sized room after ballroom sized room. It was so, so large, so
0: outrageous. I have a tiny hot take. I have a uh-huh. tiny hot take that yeah. I'm scared to say. Okay. Which is. I, I feel like I need to, mm. like, underwrite this by saying, I think that this idea is ridiculous. But yeah. if we are living in a world <laughs> where apology <laughs> dinners mm-hmm. exist, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe I think that the apologizer should be in charge of the food. Yeah. No,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. I think, yeah, I think I think that maybe the sister is right. And I wouldn't say that this caller is the asshole, Necessarily, good gosh, no. But I would just say, haven't we all learned something <laughs> today about capital A, capital D apology tutors?
0: Should I see if I can go back into like the what is and it? Comment. Called? No, no, no. Go into the depths, like into the archives. Should I see if I can go back into the Am I the Asshole archives to find the other post about apology dinners?
1: I'm quite frankly surprised they didn't link it here because usually they will. But I guess you can search for apology dinner in in quotes. Give me a second. Okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to attend an apology dinner (gasps) after my mother-in-law called me a bad mother at my son's funeral? What the fuck is an apology dinner? (laughs) (laughs) When an apology dinner just isn't enough. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> What's going on with Festivus and the why did you have to attend an apology, apology
0: dinner. dinner? Cross post apology apology dinners. dinners. Holy! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> They are happening at every PF Chang's right now <laughs> across America. I had I've always had this thought that like everyone <laughs> that you ever have met is at yes. a flea market at some mm, point throughout the year. At some point, and yeah. whether and it's like how many flea markets you go to dictate how many people you run into. But I'd like to amend that. Like fuck that thought. Everyone you've ever known is attending been... an apology dinner at a P.F. Chang's. <laughs> no, they're, they're
1: lurking in the background of an apology <laughs> oh, true, dinner right, taking place right. at
0: P.F. Chang's. Most important question. When do you yeah. think the next apology dinner in this specific family, Ooh-wee. cousins and now. extended Any... <laughs> uh, family included,
1: you think next, soon? Next quarter. I think it's quarterly in this household. True. Quarterly an, apology a, a dinner. Quarterly apology dinner. I am going it'd be smart too they could like aggro- you, they could just like do the hits from each quarter they could apologize yes. for a few things at once if there's a lot to air perfect you know where yeah. you're going
0: to find me tomorrow at Chang's that P.F. out in Nadek Thank you, you old so and sos, and thank you, Steph, for joining me for another half an hour of useless advice. A joy as
1: always. If you want to keep in touch in the next week, here are all the ways. You can go to dearsoandso.pizza. You can submit questions. You can listen to past episodes. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcast, or you can leave us a voicemail, dad dog5078.
0: Our music from this episode, as well as all of our others, is by our friend Busy Hemphill. As always, I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Talk to you next week. No, I mean yes, but hopefully we'll talk to
1: you on the <gasps> Zoom in real time. Next week, June 7th, Monday. See you on Zoom, friends. See you on Zoom. Register at our website. Bye.